Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Good evening, all, and welcome to Soap Talk Take Two Radio. I am Anthony Corona, your ultimate soap fan, soap host for the evening. As you just heard, that was the voice ghost of Pam. Due to some personal conflict, she cannot appear tonight. So you have me. We, as always, have the indomitable David. We have the Candelicious Candace. And we have the queen of the days of everyone's life, Carolyn. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> Good evening. Good hello. evening, Anthony. And let me see. I think we have one of our guests on. Let me. Um, Anthony, you keep rolling. I'm going to find out if our guest is on. Okay? All right. This evening, we have got a lot in store for you. There is a lot of casting drama going on in the world of our favorite soaps. We have an interview this evening from a web series that has gotten a lot of attention. It's very cute, very quirky. I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, Broken at Love. We have two of the stars coming on this evening. And we're going to talk a little bit about the last scenes for General Hospital's Dominic Dante as well as some upsets in our storylines, as well as recaps. Having said all that, hey guys. Uh, Carolyn, hey. Hey, Anthony, everybody. Carolina is online with us. Hi. Hey. Uh, hi, Carolina. I was just telling everyone how I fell in love with the series, and we're hi. so glad to have you. Your tweets were just making my day yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that, it was a lot of fun going back and forth. Um, there's a huge Twitter presence, guys, so if you have some ideas, questions, so on and so forth, hit them up. They actually answer you back. Not everyone does. <laughs> um, I wanted to start the conversation, and David, you'll let us know when, when Amber gets on. I wanted to start the conversation tonight with asking you a little bit about how the series came to be, um, how, you know, how it is working with YouTube, and if you get confused with the series of books with the same name, with the same title. <laughs> well, the show came about um, when I graduated from college. I um, needed something to do. And I got all my college friends together in production and in acting, and we started the show as a very small five episodes, five minutes. My objectives and goals were very low, and it blossomed into something that included a cast of soap stars, Broadway stars, um, other TV actors, reality TV stars. Um, We ended up with a season one that is an hour and 45 minutes, a season two that is pretty close to that, and... We took season three to New York. So it was a really small college friend project that I wanted to, you know, put myself as the lead and kind of show what I've 
learned when I when I went to school at USC, and then it turned into something so much more. YouTube was just um, a natural choice. I started the show so long ago that it was, um, I think it was around 2011, 2012 um, when it started, and mostly everyone put their web um, series on YouTube, and there wasn't any celebrity web series competition. It was a lot of people, just like me, making indie stuff, and so YouTube was a great place for that, and I kind of just stuck with YouTube because it's easy to embed it. People can find it really easy. Um, My grandpa found it on his own during season two, and he was like on his tablet watching my show on YouTube, so it's just an easy fit. And the books, there are books called Broken at Love that have absolutely nothing to do with my show. <laughs> nice. Give our listeners um, your five-minute synopsis recap of what we've seen so far um, and why they should go back and look at season one and two. Well, Broken at Love is about an idealistic girl named Vivian Taylor. They call her Vivian, and I play her. And she gets that rare chance to meet her celebrity crush, which um, in season one is a professional tennis player named Holden Gregory. So mm-hmm. her crush starts out really promising and a lot of, I'd like to say, false hope. And it comes crashing down on her by um, season two. And in season three, she takes her heartbreak to New York to write a show about the guy who broke her heart and kind of go for new beginnings. And in season three, she then meets Jameson Douglas, who is another guy that she first saw on TV. But instead of being madly in love with the guy that she saw on TV, she actually hated this guy from TV. And so now in this season, it's kind of like how she gets tangled up with a guy that she initially hated from TV while trying to get over the guy that she initially loved from first seeing him on TV. She needs to stop seeing guys on TV and going after them, but that's kind of what she does. <laughs> I um I was immediately struck by how much like a romance novel the series kind of is. It has and I've never it has... read a romance novel, ironically. <laughs> wow. Awesome. It has that, that quirkiness. Yes. Anthony, okay, I didn't want, so, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but Amber is online with us now too. Everyone, hi guys. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Amber. Hey guys. I hello, hello. I love Amber, let me just introduce how much I love Amber. She is one of my closest college friends, and Aww. we um, we started the show together. She's the only person who's been a part of Broken at Love since my little five minute episode ambitions way back in the day. <laughs> I love you too, Carolina. <laughs> Has this show morphed into character caricatures of your own personalities? Um, or has it really have the characters really taken lives of their own? Um, Vivian is a lot like me. Audrey's character is based on um a friend of mine that isn't her, but I'd like to say that I think Audrey has a lot of a lot of amber qualities um, as far as like the humor. <laughs> Her humor is a lot, um, a lot of, of amber. But for me, yeah, Vivian's a lot like me um, or a version of me or I'm, I'm a little more advanced in my thinking than I think Vivian is in the time of the show. But, yeah, it's, it's a mixture because I, I, since I write it, I kind of see the personalities of the people playing the parts and I kind of change it to, to fit them better too. 
I haven't gotten to the end of season three yet, but with oh my gosh, all that I have seen out. so far, <laughs> I'm uh, at the edge of my seat, and I'm hoping that season three isn't leaving us with the possibility of the end of the series. Um, do we see a, a longer life? Do we see this going on for a while? Um, I don't know. I kind of, um, season three was, was never planned. It was one of those things where I stopped at season one, then somehow got suckered into a season two, and then season two <laughs> had this big finale where we, um, we had a visiting director from Italy, and he shot this beautiful finale for us, and I thought that was it, and I, I had stopped, and we ended up doing festivals. I kind of wrote out a third season. And then kind of didn't feel like that was what I wanted to do. And I went, I went to New York on this um, mother-daughter trip, and it was my first time there. And I was so inspired, I wanted to bring the show there. And that's kind of where season three came from. I don't know, my life is kind of happy now. I don't know if I have enough, like, drama to write for you guys. But, you know, you never know. And I hope the show continues to have a life and, and the stories do somewhere, even if it's not YouTube. Oh. Can I ask what else you're working on at the moment? Well, for me, the show has been pretty much my my main uh, passion project outside of just the acting life um, of everything else. So it's been I'm kind of channeling out of that and into whatever's next too. My last personal question, and and I'm the soapy I'm the soapy one of us, the soap fanniest. Um, what would Colin and Amber, State of Divi, mm-hmm. about Holden and now Jameson, and what would you guys say to each other about the direction you guys have gone as far as character-wise? Amber can go first on that, although I would say Vivi, you're too cute for this. <laughs> That's exactly what I would say to her about all these crazy men. You are too cute for this. Um, yeah. Like, My the, let's, right? Like, you're too cute for this. Why, why are we playing games? I mean, a little drama is fun, but we deserve some peace, too. You are way too cute for this. I would probably say that um, it's not worth any of your headache and probably wasn't even worth writing about, but I'm glad that I did for um, everything that it, you know, has come from it. But, yeah, it definitely wasn't worth a single tear that I might have shed in real life. Not worth it. Mm. None of them are worth it. I mean, kind Mm-mm. of like the inspiration behind the characters um, in real life is kind of not really – Became, like they didn't become anything worth me crying over. They're all they're they're all dying alone. It's fine. It's not worth me. It wasn't worth it. And I think I would definitely. I would just tell myself that it wasn't worth it. Forget telling Vivian. I just tell myself it was. I do. I tell myself it wasn't worth it. And um. Oh, sweetie. I don't think it was. With the, with the <laughs> popularity it that it's gotten, it was definitely worth it. At least for material for us. We are. Okay. You know, there we go. Tell her. Tell her. Thank you for answering honestly like that. We you um you're very fresh. That's it's really uh, awesome. Um, I'm gonna throw it to David. We all kind of prepared a little bit of um we all prepared our own couple of questions for you guys. Um, I'm gonna throw it to David. David, do you wanna go ahead with your questions? Yes. Okay. Um, this is posed to both of you. Um, Constantine Morales 
made his daytime drama debut on The Bold and the Beautiful back in 2007, playing, of uh-huh. course, Constantine. Yes. <laughs> that was his character. <laughs> and so what about, do each of you have your own favorite soap opera that you see that you would like to see yourself starring in? Like that exists currently? Yeah. Or I was a big I was a big Days of Our Lives person. I was very um, obsessed with Marlena and John. I lived through her whole like turning evil or being locked up or all that drama. I love the Belle Sean. I wanted to be I was too young, but I wanted to be one of those teenagers with Chloe and Philip. Um I think I had a crush on Philip and Sean. Um I love that whole yeah, I was a, I was a hardcore Days of Our Lives person for a good. I mean, we would tape it on a VHS and watch it. Me and my sister when we'd come home. So I was pretty hardcore. Oh my god, same. My mom would tape it every day, like every day, like yeah, on the VHS, and we would watch it too. But as an adult, I am kind of like really into telenovelas. I don't know that there's an old abuela inside of me, but I am really into <laughs> telenovelas. I mean, they bring the level the level of drama to a whole a whole nother place. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go with they, you there. They do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, what else, David? I have Carolina. I enjoyed the twist with uh, James Lott Jr. interviewing Vivian on uh, Spotlight on uh, After Buzz. How did all that come about? Carolina? Carolina? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did she drop? Her? All right. Did she drop? She may have to drop. Oh, wait. She's back, I think. Ground. Carolina? underground. I'm so sorry. I'm here. I'm here with better reception. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I, I can. heard nothing. I heard my name, and then it, it went dark. Yep. Okay, go ahead. Take two. Okay. That's what we're here for. Um, My question was that I enjoyed enjoyed the twist with your character, Vivian, going on Spotlight On on After Buzz. Uh, How did all that come about with you and James Lott, Jr.? Um, well, I adore James. He is great. Um, I, I had friends who worked at After Buzz, and that's kind of where I learned about it. And um, and James and I linked up a couple of years ago. I think it was Twitter. And um, and so he had me on to two of his um, two of his shows. I did that one, and then I did the creators and showrunners. And so James is also I'm writing him a little part, so he's going to be actually acting, not just interviewing in. Um, in our finale for this season. Um, but yeah, he's such a great guy and he, he had me on both of the shows. And so um, I decided to incorporate them because I kind of felt like there was such a parallel to me and Vivian saying the same kind of things in the interview. So we kind of inserted them in. Cause I kind of thought it added a an extra show within a show uh, layer and after buzz was great. And they, they signed off to let me do that. And so that's kind of how that happened. That's really, that's really cool. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's a fun okay. place to now, be. Like it's a it's a great studio. It looks like it too. 
Now, my, my final question, and I think both of you can answer this. Do you think that Vivian has learned from her experiences with Holden, or is she doomed to repeat <laughs> the same mistakes with Jameson? I took that question personally. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Mm-hmm. I'll answer second. No, no, I'm gonna let Carolina take this one first. Okay, I'm gonna let well, you take I would this like one to first. I have, I have learned. Vivian has learned because I've learned. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I really actually don't. Um, I do think Jameson is a storyline that I think goes on for at least four episodes, um, and um, which is a lot shorter than how long Holden went on for. I would just like to say that was about fifteen. Um, so. <laughs> So I feel like she learned in that regard. But, no, I mean, I yeah, I think we have a really, really cool ending um, to mm-hmm. our finale that we already shot. And I feel like that ending um, will tell you whether or not you think mm-hmm. she learned. Because it's, it's, it's really heavily based on something I did. And, um, and I think it was just a cool – it was like a cool moment um, to film. And it was a cool moment in real life to be like, yeah – I am not the same person as I was. Vivian is not going to be the same person that she was. I actually think if you watch season one versus season two versus season three, I feel like you see a whole different Vivian each time. I just, I think I that do, just I do. the more there's something about it. I, I don't, it wasn't intentional. It just kind of came out from the writing, I guess. Mm-hmm. I would just say that Vivian is glowing and, and growing, glowing and growing. <laughs> Wait and watch that nice. finale. <laughs> well, thank you guys for answering my question so well. I no would problem. like to now introduce you guys to Candace. Uh, she has a couple hey, of questions. Hey, hey. 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 I just want to point out. I just want to point out that I think um, Jameson in season three. Like I couldn't. Okay. Real quick. You <laughs> actually getting on my nerves a little bit. Like, when he first, you know, he was like, Mr., I'm an actor. Like, you do this Say and do it, that. And then, he, and then he had, like, this kind of, like, eye on the prize. Like, he had to be the center of attention for a little bit. And he just, mm, he, mm, he reminded me of somebody in my life. And I was like, oh, no, we are not going down this road. So, for right now, I think Vivi should be on her own. Just, just embrace it. Embrace life. No, right now they both need to work on their on themselves. You know, Holden he needs to work on himself. Jameson needs to work on himself. Vivi just needs to have fun. He needs to have fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just I just had to get that out there. That is so <laughs> funny. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for recognizing the subtleties. <laughs> well, I second I mean, all that. Just like, like when he's like really he was Jameson, right? For those who haven't seen it, I'm just going to give you a scenario. He reminds me of. You know, one of those guys at a single bar, and you're at the at the bar. You want to have fun on your own because you're at a single bar. You don't really want to get picked up, but it's this guy who is a jerk in a way. I mean, he's cute, but he's a jerk who's just in your face, and it's like, hello, do you not? Do I give off the signal that I want somebody to be with me? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Annoying that, that you don't fawn. Yeah. The annoying <laughs> right. that you don't fawn thing. Absolutely. It, 
Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, if I want to be on myself, like you're calling me like two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, like really get a life. Okay, see, we just took this interview to a whole new level. <laughs> 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 okay, but I do have a couple of questions for you guys. So the first one is, what character traits would you two like to have from Vivi and Audrey and why? Like in our real life? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I well, love... Go ahead, Bert. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I think what I love about Audrey is, like, her go-getter attitude. Like, she's doing her thing. She's in law school. She's moving and grooving. She doesn't... And she also, like, doesn't... I feel like she doesn't... I mean, she has these relationships and things like every other girl does, but she doesn't let it weigh her down. And I love that. I also love what kind of friend she is to Bibby. I mean, if I'm, do I pick this from like Vivian? What quality? I miss, I miss the idealism that I feel like Vivian had in season one. And I don't, I think I still have it. Um, Cause obviously like Vivian is so, so much of me, but I like the idealism. I like when you think something is good, something good is about to happen at any moment. And I, I always still mm-hmm. try to have that. Like if, if you meet, like if you meet a guy, you want to think something good will happen. You don't want to go into it and think, oh, my God, is this guy going to be the worst person ever? And I think I do still meet people just in any scenario, and I still think, oh, my gosh, they have the chance to be – we could be whatever, and it could be, like, great for the show. We could be friends. We could, and I always mm-hmm. um, still try to be that way. But I think there's something about season one Vivian who just – is so idealistic, and I think a lot, like, sometimes that could be good. And I think um, I think my own idealism in season one is how the show even happened, because I didn't look at all the obstacles that there was, because I thought, no, this is going to happen. I think there, there's something so innocent about it that I think um, I would always like to hold on to, or maybe hold on to more than I probably do now. Yeah, that might be a yeah. plot idea line for season four. Bingo! She returns to idealism. <laughs> yeah. At a single bar. Speak it into existence. Yep. There you go. Season four. There you go. Season four. It's in the air. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I believe in that. There you go. Okay. It's going to happen. It's going to be fully second. funded and supported. Come on. Right. <laughs> yep. And yep. And yep. And yep. And get that girl okay, a <laughs> So my second question is, you kind of made mention to it a little bit, is what for you two, what has been the hardest lesson you two have learned from doing the web series? You want me to go first? Yeah, because, yeah, I feel like this is a very good question. Yeah. Um, The hardest lesson is that I learned that, um, relationships won't always last. Like someone could come and, you know, work with you for a day and that could be it. And you might never, and I'm, and I'm always one trying to build an entire family and team. And I think, um, that's always, I feel like my least favorite part of the show is sometimes things don't last. Like I would want them to, whether it's like, we still talk before it like comes to like the premiere or something. I feel like there's a lot of a lot of that I wish happened more. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I feel like Caroline is so big. kind. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like Carolina is so kind, and when you're dealing in and and with actors and people in the industry, it's all kind of personalities. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, a big lesson is like to not take anything personally and let people yeah. flow and go as they come. Yeah, Sometimes she always it's a tells quick me season. that. She always tells me that she's always just like let them act and leave we don't we don't have to not everyone's going to be a friend and not everyone's going to be like yeah. your number one supporter and you know I just I hope that I'm always that for anyone who takes the time to be in my show but yeah I would think mm. that would be it for me yeah and finally you know let's let's think something positive happy and everything right now if you two could re- revisit a certain time in your life, what would it be and why? If we could revisit a what? A certain time a in your life. A certain time you know. in my life. Okay. Mhm. Well, if I want to keep yeah. it on the on the show track, I would revisit the age of twenty and um, <laughs> when this stuff happened to me and uh, season one, and I would have. I would have let it go around episode four um, in my own life, mm-hmm. and I probably would have stopped there. Maybe episode seven. I think it goes to episode seven. I always say that I would have, you know, that um, episode seven, um, Holden comes back, um, and they're, like, talking at the back of a car. And I always think, like, that's where I should have ended my own story. But I didn't, and then we ended up with, like, so many more episodes. But I always think, I mean, show-related. I mean, I don't think that would be my number one thing. I'd go back to change, but if we're going to keep it on the love life storyline, I think I would go back to that episode in my, in my own real life and be like, just end it there. There's something wrong with him. Just quit it while you're ahead. And that would be my, that would be my number one. Yeah. I think I would go back to my like undergrad college years and tell that cute little girl to walk in the confidence, um, that I have mm-hmm. now, I feel like I was um, mm-hmm. so insecure in so many things, and it's like it, it takes so long for us to like walk into our greatness and and not mm-hmm. harp on our our perceived flaws. So like to go back into that time and walk with the confidence that I have now, I think that would be priceless. Just in in, in every aspect, in career, in class, with friends, I would couldn't that. agree more on that. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's a good message. That's a good message. Walk into greatness. I am definitely going to print mm-hmm. that out and hang it up on my little poster board. <laughs> no, that's a good. She has it. Amber is filled think... with little wisdom. She keeps me sane with those. I swear. I'm trying. We gotta feed our spirits. Yeah. To keep it on a show conversation, yeah. though, I'm glad yourselves did not go back to your little girl selves because the entertainment value that we've gotten. <laughs> Out of you getting to yourselves now is is awesome. So, Amen. Um, you're right. You're you. right. Thank you, Candice. We also have no. Carolyn. Carolyn is our Florida Jake of Our Lives queen. Um, oh, she has a couple alive. questions, too. Hey, queen. Hi, queen. Hi. How are you girls doing? Very interesting uh, interview. Interview. I will pretty much answer uh, anything. I'm I'm not shy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm called Carolina um, all the time. What's your background, Carolina? What nationality um, are you? I am okay. I just did a 23 in me that I'm waiting six. Like I have six. <laughs> I think I have five weeks left. So I will Woo! know exactly. 
I'm, I'm dying to know, right? Um, but I am Armenian and possibly a little bit more Greek than I think I am. I don't even know. We'll, we'll find out if I'm mixed with more things, but I'm Armenian. <laughs> oh, Spanish people and uh, Italian and Greek, they call me Carolina. My name's Carolyn, but they call me Carolina. Yeah, I heard a lot of people named Caroline are also called that, too. Yes, yes, yes. Well, it's been a, um, interesting questions, some of which um, – I was going to ask, but the um, <laughs> what, what's the difference working um, in New York as opposed to L.A.? I would say that in New York, um, they are way more lenient with locations. So it was really, as long as you're not in anyone's way, you could film. And places said okay for free way easier oh. than um, in L.A. So it was oh. in L.A. I kind of for two seasons, we have a lot of cool locations in two seasons, but I used every resource that I had at my disposal. So once um, New York came about, it was like a whole new playing field of bars. The bars are so pretty, like visually, like for uh, camera, the bars are so pretty. So it was great filming there. There's all the parks. We got to film in Central Park and everyone was really cool as long as you're not in anyone's way. So I feel like for me, that was the the biggest difference and the easiest part um, to do, do New York. Although in New York, you have no cars. So we had to like, <laughs> rely on cabs <laughs> and subways and we had a lot of equipment and things. So that lost its um, excitement after a while, but <laughs> yeah, that struggle was real. Yeah. Lot, oh lot, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you did say that you, you met in school. Did you meet mm-hmm. in a class? Uh, how, how did that come about? Because you sound like you're really, really good friends. Student yeah. film. We met on a student film based on an iPhone movie. That's like That was a yes. Saturday. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, I totally and, remember that. Um, I think we were sophomores. Mm-hmm. Or freshmen. Well, you were I'm one year sure. older really than me. Early. I think yeah, I, was I was a freshman sophomore. and you were a sophomore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like a grad film. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, then we ended up, I think, senior my senior year having a ton mm-hmm. of classes together. We had a shop class yeah. together. It's like this required oh my God. thing. If anything oh my will God. bring you closer to someone, it's learning <laughs> how to cut stuff for a theater shop. Oh, everyone's right. favorite Something class. That you have no like. I don't want to be an actress. Why am I doing this? Yes, oh, it was the worst <laughs> class. We had like a bunch together during um, one of and our years too. And then we also are like from the same place in California, like this, this yeah, small area of California. We're away. both from that area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that happened too. Yeah. And then we, yeah, we always kept in touch. We started doing mm-hmm. Broken in Love. She um, brought me onto that. And that's where we really, I think, like solidified our friendship mm-hmm. is um, with the show people- actually. What people don't know is that when Amber, Amber would be in like 80% more things if Amber lived in the same state as me as we filmed this, but she got into grad school right when we started filming. So she would come and spend a weekend with us and we'd film as much as we could. So she's at least in like two episodes per season. Yeah. Um, and so she filmed, she's pretty much every season was in a different state uh, than where we were. And yeah, she's still... Yeah. She still made it in the show, but she would be in it so much more if I could have hogged more of her time. 
So, you know, and then in the New York thing was cool because I had moved to New York like earlier that year. And she's like, oh, I'm doing season season three there. So it was like that was a perfect marriage yeah. um, to come back to season three. But, yeah. Yeah. So we we're in the same state. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great time. So all the logistics that people don't know behind the scenes. A lot of people would be in it more or less depending on scheduling and logistics and all this sort of stuff. Well, it sounds like Amber's your backup. You're very fortunate. Oh, she's awesome. That's my girl. Yeah. Well, I'd like you awesome. girls to do a book on um, <laughs> on dating <laughs> and relationships and how you've grown, anxiety, abandonment, separation, all those all those things that go along with relationships and dating. Ooh, girl, yeah. I'm on therapy. I'm finished mostly first. Just, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> And Amber, you definitely have adopted the New York vibe. You are a New York City girl for sure. <laughs> they say you need to be here seven years, but I'm giving I'm giving you your card as a lifelong New you Yorker. Know, you know, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Anytime so I come home, my mom's always like, like, oh, you're mean now. Like, oh, you're mean now. I'm like, I'm not mean. <laughs> Oh, man, when I go back to New York, it's like, oh, I, I turn into a whole other person, and, like, my mom doesn't know what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, they cut you us got to. foods. You can't, you can't let that happen. <laughs> you got to. It's a whole other level of independence, all that. Yeah. All New that. York tends to do that. Yeah, New York tends to do that to you. But um, mm-hmm. keep, the, keep your thoughts of when you were 20. Don't, don't lose don't lose the oh, Don't become yeah. too, too jaded. No, I love too that. Yeah. Don't become yeah. bitter. Bitter is not cute. No. no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it'll age you very fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We Just learn look from your same. experiences. Yeah. Learn yeah. from your experiences and and carry on. And as you say, don't take anything personally. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. Yeah. What people do well, is a reflection of them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, thank Ladies, you very we know much. You guys so. are. I'm very busy on on Twitter, promoting the show and and um, catching up and having a lot of fun. Before we let you go, we definitely want you guys to tell all of the listeners exactly how to get to the show. And we always remind everyone to leave as much feedback as you can, both positive and if you have any criticisms, but definitely the positive. But before you tell us that, I want each of you, if you don't mind, to answer a very soapy question for me. Ooh. Okay. You, if you could cast yourself or write yourself into one of the classic soap storylines, baby switching, evil twin, um, sister married to the husband, of uh, what kind of juicy role would you love to take on as a guest star somewhere? Ooh. Evil twin. I want to play two people. I'm like, cause I'm, I'm, I always, I play the good girl a lot, so I would, I would like to. Play both. Evil twin. You know, that'd be I fun. Eileen, that'd be fun. Eileen Davidson um, on days back in the day when she had those two parts. That's the kind of story I'd like to be a part of. I think I would like to be, like, somebody's long-lost mother, but, like, look way too young to be someone's mother and then, like, have it be super confusing and then have her husband be attracted to me. Like, that kind of whole wrapped-up thing. But, ugh, I'm not attracted to him because I'm her mother and I'm good. You know, that kind of thing. That kind of thing. 
Well, from a very fan perspective, we do hope that somehow you get some inspiration for season four and you're back here in a year from now or a year and a half from now promoting um, Vivi and Amber's further adventures. Or maybe even five years down the road, we can call it a reboot. A web series reboot, the first of them. Tell everyone where to go. That would be cute. Tell everyone where to go to catch up with Vivi and Amber and everybody else, Holden and Jameson, and um, from now. Well, we have 19 episodes released so far that you can easily find on brokenatlovetheseries.com, or you can subscribe to us at youtube.com slash brokenatlove. And um, we have more coming out later this summer, so we're going to wrap up, um, you know, the Jameson-Vivian storyline this um, later this summer. And um, the ending is will will answer so many of your questions that I only vaguely could answer. Um, and uh, yeah, and then we I'm also on Twitter at Broken at Love or Instagram at Broken at Love the series, Facebook.com slash Broken at Love. You can find us on any of those sites. And Amber's got yes. her own too. That you should check out. Oh, I mean, for my social, I'm um, Instagram as uh, Amber C Smith. Um, that's probably where I'm most active, and you will find me in all my pictures and shenanigans. Um, also mm-hmm. on Twitter at Amber Informed, and that has more to do with like the podcast that I have. You can tell everybody where the podcast is. Absolutely. Oh, okay. So I do news and po- I have a daily news podcast um, with um, Sirius XM Spoke Studios. Um, that's why that's what my day job is, and I do it's your basic news and headlines, but in very much so amber flavor because I'm dished out today. So like I laugh, cry, and sigh through uh, the interesting news that we've been um, we've been getting this year. So if you want news in kind of a fun, more digestible way, hit up Informs. It's on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and um, the Spoke app. And I listened to about 10 minutes of it today. I meant to do a whole thing, but personal situations came up. And, and that's why I say, Amber, you've got your New York City girl card. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you guys for Thank coming you. on. Um, I hope you are enjoying the ride. Um, you've given us a lot of fun, a lot of um, entertainment. Yay. I hope you guys are enjoying this ride. Yay. Thank you for coming on. And, and like Yay. I said, I really hope we have you here again in a, in a year or so with, uh, with some further adventures. Well, tonight I'm headed to the Chinese theater to um, screen the show. So I think, you know, in a lot of ways, this is only the beginning. So. Yes. 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 Wonderful. Yes. Love it. Thank you, guys. Such good call. You're Thank you so much. So fun. Thank you. All righty. Uh. Thanks, guys. So we're gonna go. Um, we're gonna go on with the show, and you guys have been very anxiously watching the news the last um, the last two weeks, and we have all kinds of exciting or heartbreaking, depending on how you look at it, casting stuff going on. Um, I think the first thing that everybody was sort of shocked today, and I alluded to it over the last couple of days. One of our very favorite love-to-hate characters is leaving General Hospital. Drum roll, please. Clover here has decided to step away from playing Nell. 
Eileen Davidson, a beloved, a goddess, a guy, what else can we say, is also going to take some time off of playing Ashley Abbott. Um, Stephen Nichols, it is completely confirmed that he is leaving Days of Our Lives. And I just found out today that Jacob Young taped a set of, of shows and then is going off Canada six months, possibly longer. Uh, he's got a couple of personal projects in the works, and mm-hmm. we're not going to see him for, for a while, if not ever. Let's hope it's just for a while, because I do love me some Jacob. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, of course, when we get to GH, we'll talk about Dominic. Guys, what, uh, real quick, with all the casting stuff, what, uh, what are you feeling? David, what are you feeling? Um, it's pretty sad. Um, to see him, it seems like when it rains, it pours, and you see him one after another going, and you don't know what to think. What about you, Candace? I know you've always, always got something to say. I mean, it's like your family, you know, and I always say the soaps are like our second family, and you know, Eileen Davidson and Stephen Nichols are icons of this genre. And I know they've been gone before, but it never gets any easier when you, you know, when you say goodbye to a character that you've been connected to. Um, with Chloe, character aside, and I said this on Twitter, she sold that character, and she's a fantastic actress. I mean, it's just too much. It's too much going on. It's like, you know, Monday there's announcement, Tuesday there's announcement, yesterday was announcement, today was announcement, tomorrow's tomorrow's Friday, and you know what they say about soaps? You've got to have a cliffhanger. So, you know, you never know what's going on with this genre. It's unpredictable. Carolyn, how do you feel about uh, about Patch? Oh, well, um, well, I'm very sad about. Eileen Davidson, and um, you alluded to something you knew more that was going on. I've always loved her, loved her on days. Um, I don't think they really used her to the to the best yeah. on um, Y&R. Um, but she's going out with, uh, you know, on a high note. Uh, she's doing, she seems to be doing a lot uh, for the Alzheimer's um, community. Do you know anything about that? Is she going in that direction, or what? I what I know is this: um, she's going to continue with um, with the um, Housewives franchise, and oh, okay. she's doing a series of PSA announcements. Uh, I guess it would be, but with the Alzheimer's, um, it wasn't officially announced uh, what the PSA announcements are, and that she's taking personal time. Um, and I would assume it's because of of you know, the Alzheimer's that's touching her life as well as, you know, she's got kids and they grow up so quickly. I'm sure that she, you know, she probably looked in the mirror and said, you know, I, I can be a daytime diva at 76, but I can't (laughs) get back, you know, my son at age so-and-so-and-so. Um, and I won't get back my mom or dad. Um, you know, and I'm pretty sure that, you know, it's sometimes it's, we hate to see them go. It hurts. It hurts, you know, like Candace said, it feels like family. And yet, you know, we want the best. 
for them in life. So uh, for me, I just feel like, you know, she's, she will have a home. She can knock on whatever door and they're going to take her, um, you know, multiple Emmy award winner. You know, she's played iconic characters on both young and the restless and days of our lives. Um, I mean, she played, what, seven, eight, nine, twelve characters on Days of Our Lives? Yeah, yeah. Just about. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised that she's um, going to pursue it on Housewives because they really are not nice to her on Housewives. Maybe she'll uh, <laughs> she'll get more aggressive. They, um, they've been nasty, which I, I don't like. She's a very nice person, and sometimes her character is, is opposite. But damn, I'll I'll keep watching Housewives to see what happens. Well, before we get into the recaps, I also alluded in all my posts um, that there is going to be a huge soap return. And um, a couple of weeks ago, Nathan Barney kind of played with our emotions by saying, wouldn't it be wonderful if Erica Kane came storming through General Hospital? Oh, I saw that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm really happy to say that they are actually sitting down in talks on how to make, I don't know if it'll be Erica King, because there's a lot of, of um, you know, rights involved. And even though ABC now has the rights again to the characters, you know, to, to bring those characters, there's a lot of stuff involved. But they are right. sitting down and they are ironing out uh, a guest a guest spot oh. for her to, to come in that may or may not, may or may not lead to, you know, something uh, more permanent. Looking at um, Aunt Stella, she was only supposed to be on for two months, and um, she's popping up all the time now. So I think um, I think if Susan Lucci comes walking in, even for a week, on a daytime show, that's, that's iconically awesome. So I'm I'm really proud to to be able to break that news, and the fact that it wasn't posted anywhere else today, it makes me so happy. And Candace, that'll give you your little cliffhanger for Friday. Will she be Erica, <laughs> or will she be someone completely new? Yep. Stay tuned. I mean, yeah, stay tuned for that. That means I gotta bust out my junior prom dress because that's because that's when she won the Emmy is when I went to junior prom. So, yay. <laughs> <laughs> did you see her? Did you see her on was it Devious Mate? She was I on loved her on Devious. I loved her. Oh, absolutely oh. loved her. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, she, she proved that she could play more than just Erica Kane, honey. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. She was okay. excellent. Let me have a moment. <laughs> I just, I just wish the crazy wife. I can't remember her name, her character name now. Um, Rebecca Wysotsky. The the wife of um, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, the redhead. Yes, I yes, think there yes. would have been more scenes between the two of them because their chemistry, they they played off each other so well, so fire. And she's another one, Rebecca, honey. Both in the beautiful <laughs> need somebody like you, baby. I mean, any soap mm. could benefit from her, but both in the beautiful. Oh, girl, come on in and shake it up. Come through, get on come Twitter. through. Come through. Anthony, get on Twitter and tell them that <laughs> you've got. You've got we it all should. going on. <laughs> Get some fire under them. <laughs> well, I think it's time to get to what really pays the bills here, so to speak. And we'll start <laughs> with, as always, Days of Our Lives. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask our queen, 
to set the tone for our Days of Our Lives discussion? Well, it was heartbreaking with uh, Lonnie and Eli. Did everyone see the, the yes. scenes this week? Yes. No, yes. It, um, it was heartbreaking, and they, uh, Lonnie did a phenomenal job. I was uh, following her on Twitter, and she said she really had to dig deep, dig deep to do those scenes. Yeah, and for the first time, um, Eli really had something juicy. I mean, really yeah. juicy. Um, and yeah. it wasn't over the top, which I was waiting with bated breath. Is he going to, you know, is he going to overact this? Because she's coming so, sh- you, you know, you saw the scenes um, with Abe right before, what what was leading yeah. up to it. And you saw she was working her, you know, rear posterior off, so to speak. So when he came in that room, it was like, is he going to overact to try to match this? And he really hit it level for level with her. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I just have to say kudos, kudos to that whole level, all of it. David, mm-hmm. Candice? Yeah, I, I copy. I was in tears. Um, Those things, yeah, go ahead. They rocked. <laughs> I, I mean, they were emotional, for sure, definitely. Um, now, the who... What do you, what, anyone, what do you think, will their relationship, will that bring them closer, or um, JJ's kind of out in the cold, how how do you think that's going to go? Candace, well, I'll, um, let, yeah, I'll let you roll with that okay. first. Okay, I think with JJ, he's going to be in a stage of, now, where do I go from here? Because if we all remember, um, what it was six months ago now, that you know he turned he changed his life because he was going to be a father. Right. You know he was going to end his life, but you know then he had a, a sense of being a purpose, and it was for this child. And even though with all the stuff, he was still going to be a part of this child's life. Now the thing is, is that what does he do now? You know, yeah. who I think is going to bring these two closer together, Lonnie and EJ. I mean, they just suffered a, a trauma, a tragedy, you know, and they always say that trauma brings people together. In this situation, I think for all three of them, is that the question is going to be where do we go from here? We can be friends, we can be respectful, and of course, there's going to be that pause of do I pursue something or do I let it go? Because if I pursue something, whichever guy it is, it's going to be that memory, that little I can, and when they named that baby, yeah. oh my gosh, yeah, I was like, I was like, kudos to Dave because they, I mean, they could have named it Kelly, yeah. oh, the beautiful, or you know, of a character we don't know and don't feel connected. But when they said David and they gave him that strong name, yeah, yeah. That yeah. that broke me. I was like, yeah. Ooh. So yeah, that, that question is going to be, where do we go from here? How are they going to? Is there going to be a relationship, or is it just going to be a mutual friendship? I think that's the that's the part of the story I want to say. You know, I, I have to say this. I was.
public love for, you know, it very rarely happens. I'm not going to say never, but it very rarely happens in the soap world. I would love for JJ to say, you know, I'm, I love you. I will always be here for you. But, honey, this is just too much drama. You know, yeah. I was about to kill myself. <laughs> I was about to be a father. I was about, I was betrayed. You know, I, I grieved. I, I just can't. Um, and quite honestly, I don't want to see her with Eli either. Um, I think like Candace said, she needs, she's going to need a breath of fresh air. What I would also like to see, quite honestly, is Gabby and Eli kind of come back together and both of them saying, oh, my God, you were my hero, and then you destroyed me. And then my life went off the charts haywire, you know, and, and but I recognize that your life went off the charts haywire. And can we rise from the ashes? You know, let's not, you know, let's not name our relationship Stefano or anything, but can we rise from the ashes and, and make some adult, you know, some adult choices because of this together? Yeah, um, yeah, true. I, I think that would be a really interesting way for, the, for, for them to go. But honestly, it looks like they're, you know, they're going in the direction of uh, Lonnie and Eli needing each other and not, not being able to let go so the only way they can let go is to let go together, so to speak. Um, now, on the and, same note, I'm not I'm not too happy about this Chad and Abby. Now, she uh, has anyone watched it today? Yesterday, uh-huh. yes. she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit too fast. I mean, now we're going to go through we're going to go through nine months of Abby and whose baby, who's the baby daddy? Oh, <laughs> oh, let us kind of absorb uh, what's gone on with with Lonnie and and Eli but and now this this week okay well you know it looks it it, it looks like you know days of our lives is having fun with the fans not you know not loving the Stefan uh the Stefan Abby Gabby you know um pairing and so now they're they're in the mode of is there a way to redeem this? And if this baby is his, are they gonna are they gonna throw every effort into trying to redeem, you know, his a his character, b their relationship, um, you know, a chat uh, chat's too hot, you know, I hate to say it, but you know, chat's too hot to be out of romance for too long, um, <laughs> you know, and, and, I, and I have a no, but, the, you know, the dynamics behind the scenes, you know, really count when it comes to what are we going to see on screen. Um, yeah. You know, and, and it seems like, you know, they need a final nail in the Chad Abbey coffin so that they can get him, you know, they can get him hot and passionate somewhere else, um, you know. Now, how, and that, who, do you, who, do, who do you like Chad with? Which Abby do you prefer Chad with? The chemistry. <laughs> You know, let's go. Let's until, go there. Up until about seven months ago, way before the, the you know the multiple personality came out, I would have said hands down Kate Manzi. Um, yeah. I mean they had they you know, and we're gonna get to Ben and Sierra in a second, but they were Ben and Sierra, you know, they they were mm-hmm. fire. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so but then she, you know, Marcy really, you know, and Marcy stepped into it. She had a, a huge huge set of heels to, to click across that wooden stage in. And she did it. Um, you know, but I like the idea of maybe Chad going off the rails a little bit and becoming a bit of a player. 
Um, you oh, know, yeah, okay, yeah, good. Those yeah, eyes, right. that voice, that vulnerability. When he gets vulnerable, it's like, oh my God, I want to scoop you up. I want to eat you at the same time, but I want to hold you. I want to, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know. There, there's not a level that isn't touched when he's. And so I'd like to see him kind of play the field a little bit. Um, you know, I don't like him with Gabby. I think the history is just way too crazy. Yeah, um, we don't want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, you know, I think we're going to see a lion, though. I think we're going to see a lion, though, once he takes over Titan. And mm, well, I don't know yeah. if he'll give it back. I don't know if he'll give it back. Okay, guys, I got a surprise. <laughs> One of the fans that was at the uh, event the other night, she just texted me, and she wants to call in. Well, oh, yeah. David. David is, her name is Demi, and Demi, if you're listening, dial the number and press one. (laughs) We may have a fan. She loves days. (laughs) So we'll keep talking. (laughs) Um, You know, we definitely have to touch on Ben and Sierra. We have to touch on, real quick, the the stall of the whole Will storyline. I definitely know that Leo's going to be around for a while. Demi, are you here with us? No, no. Okay. Um, so, guys, Ben and Sierra, is, can they make this? Can, can they do this? Can they make it work? They're very warm. Do you, do you... <laughs> 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 Don't forget what. I mean, do you, Anthony, did you ever watch Degrassi? Degrassi, yes. the next generation, the next clip. Okay, you know the song, Whatever It Takes. That's, yes. what, that's what Ben and Sierra has to Whatever it takes, I know you're going to make it through. And and when they have, look, soaps need a bad boy and a girl who's kind of off the hinge just a little bit. They need this. They can make it work as long as the writing is there. Look, the chemistry is off the chain. Look, like, like some people said, even before they even had a scene together, people was already ready for it. They was like, yes, yes, and yes. I think they're going to have a hard way to go because everybody's going to be like, no, Sierra, he's the bad boy. No, Sierra, he killed such and such and whatnot. And then it's going to have to face that. That's going to be, I want to see this play out. Oh, my gosh, this is going to be the hottest couple since Jonathan and Tamio got in life. There, I said it. <laughs> you know, he did crazy really well. He does hot boy with no shirt on really well. Oh. If he pulls off vulnerability, and I need you, as well as he's done everything else, it's the sky's the limit. Um, that moment when he, you know when he finally breaks down and says, "You shouldn't be with me, but I can't live without you," kind of thing, <laughs> I think is is going to send is going to send everyone into the stratosphere. Because they, uh, they, they're making love with their eyes right now as we speak. The way, you know, and, and yeah. I'm, I'm almost blind. I need to use my machine to get in. But it's <laughs> worth it with the two of them. Because their expressions, when he brought, you know, when he was with the sponge bathing and all that, the tender look on his face. Um, and then, you know, she was oh, all yeah, like flutterily and, and princess. And I said, oh, oh, oh Jesus, oh, Jesus. Uh, I, I, I got to put the air conditioner back on. Oh, that she doesn't fall to do like, and this is the part, Sierra needs to not be like Laura. 
for those who remember General Hospital, remember how Laura was acting all like kind of ashamed, embarrassed when she was around Luke when she was still with Scotty. I don't want I oh, want right. Sierra yeah, to yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, I want see. I wasn't even around this, but I knew that about that. Okay, what I need for Sierra to do is like, okay, look, I know he has a reputation. I know you guys don't like him, but everybody has a reputation, and you guys got over it. You know, like I need for her to have that attitude. But I have a feeling because of hope and um, she's gonna have that. She's gonna be judgmental a little bit. She's gonna judge the situation. And that's going to make it even better, this story even better. Because she's going to you have know, to, like, embrace it. My, As you were saying that, my thoughts immediately ran to Elizabeth and Franco. And Days of Our Lives, if by anything that they've shown us in the last nine months to a year, they can do Elizabeth and Franco so much better. Um, this, this, this is the perfect setup for, for her to be headstrong and say, people change, people this, people that, and I like him, screw you. You know, Mom, you got on, you got on a on a motorcycle. He, you got on a boat. You know, who are you to tell me I can't be with the strangler? Um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mhm. You're gonna need her to have that dynamic and not be like, but mommy, I love him. Don't be, you know, don't be mad at me. I will, I will leave this house if you don't accept me and him. Really. Like, I don't want that. I don't want that, Sia. I want her to be the 50% bow and the 50% of hope that I know that she truly is and be 100%, like, can you stop being a hypocrite? Yes. Yes, yes. thank you. And yeah. the collateral Get damage, by the way, do we, do we, the collateral <laughs> damage, do we like um, her, her little blonde uh, co- uh, cousin, sister, brother, aunt, whatever she is, um, and um, trip. <laughs> um, 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 do we even care? Who, who? Does anyone no, care? Who? No, no, we don't. There was care. another couple on the show. Wait, there's another yeah. couple on the show. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Okay, just. <laughs> there's oh. a side note. I thought Demi's trying thought to call they... David. Keep your eyes open. Demi's trying to call. I thought they went. I thought they went to Tokyo or something. There really is another couple on it. Yeah. I need to watch Dave again. <laughs> wow. Wow. wow, really? You mean Tristan didn't go to Hong Kong? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought they, I, I thought they went to go visit Theo, but you know they popped up the other day, and I said, oh yeah, 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 all right, y'all still live here, okay? Um, <laughs> we're back here again. Hello. <laughs> Just, I just learned something new tonight, y'all. I didn't, I didn't know. I've been too busy with Sierra and Ben to pay attention. <laughs> and now, I do have to say something. Well, I'm going to jump to another storyline now. I do have to say something. I like seeing Kayla a little bit more like Kayla was 16, 17, 20 years ago. Um, you know, for too long, she's been the Marlena character. Not really, not really juice, not really, you know, mm-hmm. fire. Um, and the last two weeks, I, I definitely like that direction. Um, and strange as it sounds, you know, they, they played Catherine Bell and Nicholas on General Hospital. Thank you. The, chem, the chemistry between the two of them is um, there. 4th of July is coming. Let me just say that. 4th of July is coming. <laughs> Am I the only bang, one bang. who sees that? No. Nope. You're nope. Seeing, you think you're you think you're seeing Catherine and Nicholas all over again? Yes. 
I'm definitely seeing chemistry that works well. <laughs> yeah. I will laugh. What about because you, Carolyn? You know There's about, a touch there, yeah. Something's about to happen. David Demi says that they're asking her for a pin. Is she on the right Is number? Dialing right. Tell her to hang up, redial the I'm number, and me. just hit the number one. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I don't want to move off of days because it. Demi is a Dave's yeah, fan. It's a, it's a Dave's, yeah, it's a Dave's segment. David, I know you're a big fan of Sonny. Um, h- how are you feeling in the whole, the betrayal's coming out, but it might not come out, and Will might remember loving him, but Will don't really want to remember loving him. Um, how are you Hold feeling on. about all that? Well, um... See, I, I'm sort of liking Sonny and Paul, but um, I think I think he's going to be torn once he gets that surge going. Once those memories return, he's going to be torn between the two of them, and he's going to be. I think he's going to go a little. Off the deep end. I want him to go right off the deep end and, and pull Leo in with him. Um, oh, Leo. Will. Oh, I, yeah, I, I want Will to go off the deep end and pull Leo right in with him, um, which will solidify killing Sonny and, and um, Will. And I know that the, lot, that the huge fan base is, is probably throwing, throwing darts at, at, at a fictional me right at the moment. But I think that they, they, the chemistry between the two of them would be hot. Sonny. Between Will um, and Leo. Between Will and Leo. Yeah, we all know we all know Christopher is leaving. So so Paul, at this point, I don't care who he ends up with because he ain't fake. Um, <laughs> they don't, you know, they don't lost my attention a while. Um, but Sonny, I, I think I'd like to see. I'd really like to see him. You know, say, okay, I gave it my all. You know what? I'm I'm done. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I'm done with Tyson. And um and and find his own too. Maybe team up with Brady and create their own little company. Um. Yeah. Any luck with Demi? Yeah. No, not yet. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna move us along to Bold, and then we'll go when Demi comes back on. We'll let her we'll we'll jump back. Let's move along to Bold and the Beautiful Guys. Um, do we like I, do we like Wyatt and Sally? I love Wyatt and Sally. I think they look good together. Their personalities play cute off each other. Um, Wyatt's been the doormat since day one, and Sally's been a doormat, so I, I'd like to see them redeem within each other and because of each other. Um, so I have no problems with Wyatt and Sally. Can, uh, Candace, baby? Hi, honey. Um, I do. Here's, okay. First of all, we kind of knew that when they said Courtney was coming back to Sally, we all knew that they were going to throw Wyatt and Sally together. It was no dub. You, you, you don't have to be a math major to figure that out. 
I feel as though it's too soon. Like, the same episode that Katie and Wyatt ended, Sally and Wyatt got together. It, it, I mean, let it play out. I get it. Wyatt has always been the runner-up. Sally, I mean, I would have loved to see the story between Thomas, her, and Caroline play out on the show, but okay, I'm not going to get that, yeah. whatever. I, I just feel as though it's too soon to have it be a relationship, romance. I mean, if this was six months or six days later, maybe, but I, no. Mm-mm. Okay. Not right I, I am going to agree with you, and then I'm going to say if Bull does it right, which they haven't with anything lately, but if they do it right, that could be what comes back to bite them in the butt in four or five months. Like, what did we do? Where, why are we here? Do, do we even know why we're here? I, I was brokenhearted over Thomas. You were brokenhearted over Katie, Steffi. Who were you brokenhearted over again? Hey, guys. Um, Debbie is on. Hi, Debbie. Welcome. Hey, Debbie. Hi. How are you? How's everybody doing? Hey, hey. Hi, hi. Well, <laughs> I know I'm waited with I'm waiting with bated breath for you to tell us a little bit about Will and Greg and how that night went. Did you get the goose? Did anybody goose them? Hey, Greg, get the hug. The Greg Vaughn hug. We had a blast. <laughs> Demi got a lot. Demi got a lot of pictures. Got a lot of pictures. I know. I know. Everybody else was taking pictures of Greg and I. I don't know what was going on. I was like. I was, my face was turning so red. Oh. <laughs> it might have been, it might have been that so- sexy red dress you were wearing. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I guess it went along with the red dress I was wearing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> did you guys previously know each other, or did you meet at the event? Oh, no, we Demi, met at the I event. Met, I met. Yeah, we met, and she was very, very nice because, of course, you guys know I was a newbie. I've never been to an event, and she was very, very nice and helped me out. <laughs> Neither have I. That was my first event ever. Oh. <laughs> well, you knew a lot more than I did. <laughs> I don't know. I was just going with the flow. I, he, I don't know. He was just funny. It was, yeah. it was a blast. Well, for Roseanne Nyland, who's sitting in St. Ole, Minnesota, who has never been to a soap event, give us a little idea. What's it like when you first get there, when they get there? Shout out a little, guys. Who are you asking asking it to me or to everybody? I'm... Um, no, I'm asking you. I know what it's like. I've been to a lot of them, but I'm I'm asking you, I mean, you're a first-time you. person. What was it like to be the first time to do that kind of event? I was actually excited. I've never met a sweet, outgoing actor like Craig Vaughn, and I'm hoping in the future I'll meet more terrific actors, you know, towards the Florida area, because that's the closest I could, you know, drive to. <laughs> um, I had a blast. I, I met a lot of uh, friendly people, sweet people, outgoing people. You know, they, everybody just maybe had a good time. Um, I was a little disappointed at the restaurant because some of the waitresses were not doing the jobs right. They were being very not professional towards us 
us customers, and I was shocked because I'm Greek and I felt a little disappointed from the restaurant. So, like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. that happens like, a lot at the events, unfortunately. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Demi, if you don't mind me asking, do you watch all four of the shows? Um, well, I, I watched General Hospital when I was actually in middle school, but not for long. I, I watched General Hospital when it was Felicia and, um, Fisco, but I stopped, but I've been watching days since high school. So (laughs) you have, you have. What era of days for you is, is the, the pinnacle, the top, the most unforgettable. You, oh boy. Um, well, <laughs> it was it was when Bo died in Hope's arms, and uh, in yeah. the front of the in front of the plant that they grew together. I guess I don't know if anybody saw that that scene that episode, but that's yeah, that was really touching and sad. <laughs> Oh, my God. Hey, guys, I have uh, breaking news, and I bet you, Anthony, I bet you you didn't even know this one. Pam just sent Uh me a a link. Late breaking news. Lindsay Godfrey joins Days of Our Lives. Wow. Wow. No, I did not. (laughs) What? Didn't I just say I still had a funny feeling that something was going to happen? It's so see, you know what? The pick three lottery numbers. Let me get it ready. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. It's not funny yet. Can y'all wait till tomorrow to break this? <laughs> oh Lord! There is literally. Oh my God. Just said all this week I've been saying something was going to happen in Soul Twitter, and you get all these coming and going. And literally, just, when we started the show, I literally within five minutes did I or did I not say, please? Yes, you did. Please, right? I had. To, I, yes, she did. She did. She did. Breaking news. Okay, something. Something's going to happen later on tonight, early tomorrow morning. Something is going to happen again. Congratulations to Lindsay, though. Yeah, absolutely. Congrats. She was very underused on the bowl on bowls. Um uh-huh. so let's hope that Dave's really it really gives us some some meat to play. And speaking of Dave, Demi, since you're our our, um, yes, our fan of the night, what uh, what are you loving? <laughs> What's your favorite thing about Dave's right now? Um oh, pretty much the whole episode, the whole scene, so you know, how everybody is coming as a group, as a team on days, how they're performing so well, um, and, you know, it's just acting. Um, my favorite is how Christian Alfonso and Galen Guerin are teaming up together to find Sierra. Hopefully, hope we'll have, hopefully, hope we'll have a, a heart to forgive Ben because, you know, Ben did save Sierra. So that's that's the... That's the most exciting app, like scenes right now, you know, because I, you know, and I also I haven't been seeing Craig on, so I'm a little disappointed in that. 
Well, you got to see him in person, so. <laughs> well, that, that I did. That I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I felt, I, my face was so red that night. Unbelievable. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to say thank you so much for calling in. We love to yeah. have our fans. Do you want to stay on while we chat about the rest of the shows? Sure. If that's okay. I don't mind. Yeah. yeah. Sure. We were, um, yeah, we were in the middle of our bold and beautiful discussion um, where, okay. where um, we were discussing Wyatt and Katie, and I think we all kind of got a chance to, to illuminate on how we feel about that. Um, you know, I don't think any of us really need to say anything more than what we've said in the past couple of weeks about Bill, Steffi, Liam, Steffi, Brookville, Ridgeville, Ridge, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's just been going on and on and on, and they keep repeating themselves over and over and over again. But I will say, I was really shocked um, between the Steffi and Taylor scene this week. Um, I I looked at that, and, and I really said to myself, behind the scenes, are they trying to write this show off the air? This is nothing. This, is, this woman cringing in the corner, crying like like a wounded, you know, Bambi, resembles nothing of the Taylor that I know. Who is this woman, and and what pod did she come out of? I don't know. I don't really watch the Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> so I don't know an Why aren't you fighting? I know my, my 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 baby my baby Candace has to have some some opinion on this. I'm gonna be a good girl and not say no. I'm blind. I ain't gonna do that. I, you know what? <laughs> See, okay, wait a minute. First of all, I need to take an Advil because it's too much going on in the Twitter right now. Um, here's the thing. I think Bold and Beautiful can actually do a story if they get it right and use Taylor. However, with that being said, first and foremost, I was glad to see Taylor back. Okay, I love her. Too. I love her. But, 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 the way that they have her being a prop in the Steffi, Bill, and Liam storyline, it makes me sick to my stomach. Because when you have a legacy character as Dr. Taylor Hayes Forrester, Oni Forrester, you need to use her the correct way. And not have her be, if Bill comes and gets me, I'm afraid to go to jail. I'm really afraid and everything. And I understand she's going through something. See, Bold and Beautiful could really tie this into something. This woman has post-traumatic stress disorder, and we all know it. But they're not using it. Like, I couldn't with this. I, I, I can't officially get behind it unless Bold and the Beautiful, you do something that will make a lot of fans happy. Okay. Here's how here's how Bold and the Beautiful can redeem that. If we get another scene like that with whoever, I'd love it to be with Brooke, but you know, that's just my personal opinion. And when Brooke leaves the scene, she looks in the mirror and suddenly other Taylor starts talking to her. Not that she has multiple personalities, but just like you said, that she's going through post traumatic stress. And it's a serious mm-hmm. condition and not that she's just this wounded victim as a prop, like you said, to prop up Steph. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. And not only okay. that, but you know what else they could do with Steffi? Because I feel as though, like, okay, this is my biggest gripe with Bold and Beautiful. You have Steffi and Hope, who should be looking at their mother's past mistakes when it comes to men. 
and kind of say we're not going to repeat that. We're not going to be the generation to repeat that mistake. Sebby's a mom now, okay, to baby Phoebe. I don't know Kelly, Phoebe, okay, baby Phoebe. Her priorities has now changed. It's not about Liam. It's about protecting this child and do right by this child. I would like to see Bowen to be able to address that. What is Sebby yeah. going to do as a mother? She has to now protect her mother from Bill. Liam needs to take a back seat and get his stuff together and realize he's not the center of everybody's universe anymore. And Hope, well, Hope needs to focus on her business, even though she's about to have an unexpected business visitor. I like how I said that. (laughs) But she needs to kind of focus on herself. She can't be like her mother, and she can't be like the women that has been in her, like Katie. She can't be like Donna. She needs to step up or step away. And that's my biggest thing with Bone and the Beautiful is you can still have these characters. You can still work with these characters. But give us something. Give us an alternative of the story. Don't let it be the same old, same old, same old, same old, same old for 31 years. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Having said all that, that um, what do we guys think of the new Emma and um, – and Mr. Xander, Mr. Oh, he's Mr. Yummy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean you mean you, you mean you mean Zenday and Nicole Part Two? Yes, exactly. Uh, and are we gonna get a seven minute Sasha somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I can't. They the, with the Emma. They basically are using half of who was it? Sally and what was Coco? It was Coco, right? The sister, Coco? Coco, yeah. Yeah, her, yeah, her stealing design ideas <laughs> and going back and, you know, I, I can't. I, I, if, I needed, if I needed another couple, I need Nicole and Zenday to come back then. Like, what are they going to do? What is, what is they going to do with Emma and Xander? They're going to make them the star-crossed lovers. And they're going to be like, I can't live without you. And then we're going to have a montage, you know, of songs when they first met. And then we're going to find out that Xander is really what you call his son and not cousin or nephew, whatever. And Emma's going to get pregnant. There you go. Bone and beautiful in a year. And if I'm right about that, so far I've been kind of right about stuff but so Twitter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> David, I before I we move stop. on from bowls, is there anything that's that's impressing you or seriously disappointing you right now? Yeah, yeah, there is. I was taken aback by Hope's um attitude towards Sally. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very I think that was was out of character for her. Where she says, if it were up to me, you wouldn't be here. That's yeah, not, there's something in the water not, in oh. California. Right? <laughs> they, they, with all the mudslides and fires and stuff, there must be some chemical in the water because nobody's acting like they like they were in, in the history of the show. Thorne is not uh, – Thorne is – I don't know who he is. Um, Hope came back some weird pod version of herself. Taylor, I, I, again, I, I don't know what. Hopefully, it is some sort of mental illness, because otherwise, then I, I'm just gonna be, I, I don't know, done. I think done. Um, you know, and Sheila again is slinging, you know, um, mudslides uh, up at the local bar. <laughs> so, 
Something's got to <laughs> be in the water in California. Anthony, you said that about about the part with Sheila that they, she could have come back roaring, and she and, and she isn't. Yeah, she fell. Yeah. They they mm. brought on Ingo to play Thorn, and I said to myself, this could be so very interesting. He, you know, he definitely has the chops to to step into Thorn, but the Thorn that came back is nothing like the Thorn that left. Mm. Nothing. Um, mm. and it. it it's just it's very sad. And on that note, we're going to move along to the young and the very, very restless lately. They the are young and so, restless. They are so Anthony, very restless. Poor Jack, poor Jack don't know who he is. He don't know who he want to be. And everybody in town seems to have an opinion on as who he should be. Take it away, Dave. Yeah. I couldn't have said that any better myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. You're welcome. That that that's it in a nutshell. Pretty much. Uh, Pretty much. What else is what, thing, else, what else is impressing you right now on 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 uh, the restless uh, city? Well, how are they going to? Uh, how is I, um, How is Ash? How's Ashley going to leave? I don't know if that's written yet. But Michelle Michaels has just said that she wrapped. Yeah, she wrapped yesterday. Yeah. So I don't know. That'll be another four weeks. September. Yeah, Eileen. September. Going to finish up in September. Yep. Eileen is. <laughs> yep. Well, we all know we all know that Luck and Bolt. Uh, he he'll be back very shortly. Um, even yeah. though it hasn't been officially announced, I mean it's it's not only written in the stars. Somebody wrote it in a, in a sharpie on the bathroom wall in in, um, <laughs> in in the restaurant. You know that he'll be back next week. <laughs> having said having said all that, I think that they've done an amazing job of bringing Sharon and Nikki back to the characters that they once were. Um, I think. That Phyllis don't know who she is, and now that she's looking at Phyllis, you know the reboot of Phyllis Summer. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that she's in an existential crisis, and she's about to be rocked out of the water by her daughter and her and her um, let's say paramour, um, blowing her mind. Um, they've really I, I didn't like what they were doing with Phyllis, but now I understand. They they set it up very slowly. And it's gonna explode. Go it's so, gonna explode. <laughs> Do you really yeah. think he's gonna Billy's gonna go with Summer? I don't. Yes. I don't. Yes, I do. I, don't. I think he's gonna fall off the wagon and no. maybe he'll go to the edge and maybe not fully fulfill it, but I they are definitely going that storyline, without a doubt. Um, no, so I, I, I agree with you on that, Anthony. I think they're going to take it to that level, that but they're not going to cross that line. I think they're trying to make Phyllis kind of go back into old Phyllis a little bit, where the paranoia yes. was, was good. Yes. And that's, yep. that's why I said, like, this storyline is going to set up for Jack and Phyllis in the end because we all know Phyllis. Phyllis doesn't like a situation that she can't control. If you've been watching Young and the Russell since the day that that, that girl started the show, 
feel it, being, you know, you know that she has to be in control. And she doesn't like to get played either. It's, and you have many Phyllis, Summer, which I'm so proud, younger brothers, I'm so proud as a proud mother, I'm so proud of you. You set this up because what better, who better than, than the student? She's, she's seen the teacher at play, so now she's going to copy the teacher. But, ah, Summer, you better watch out for your mama because she will burn you. She hit, she tried, she hit Tricky with a car and Paul. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Paging the current writers wow. of Bold and the Beautiful, take a teaching moment from the young and the restless right now. This is how you write the child of two icon- iconic soap characters. Yep. And the award goes to the go young out? and the restless. Well, Paging General Hospital 2, Michael, Michael 2.0 could be a little bit more like Summer. No, Just saying. No, no. Michael's yeah. a lost cause. I, I gave up after Halloween. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nick and Sharon, yay or nay, uh, guys? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I ain't getting in trouble with people no more. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I am all for Nick standing up to his father. I think it's about time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... It's about time he show it a little more, and I want to see a little. I want to see more of Brittany and Max because I know they're. Um, yeah. They're going yeah. to be on more. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I have to say about Nick is he needs to ground up a couple of um. What's it? What is it? Ambien? That's sleep medication. <laughs> Put it in Nick's ice cream, and while he's sleeping, shave off his mustache. I think. Oh my God! Could you imagine? No. <laughs> I, I said it last week, and I have to repeat it. Oh he is God. the ultimate. He is the ultimate. I'm gonna get Victor card in his back pocket. Hello, you orchestrated the death of the child's father that you just took custody of. Sitting right there in his back pocket. In fact, half of us hanging out. Half of Genoa City has read the card, yes. and yet he don't pull it out and throw it on the table. <laughs> This is but, but it's Nick Zimmerman. You know darn good well. This has been an ongoing battle now for, what, 24 years, because Josh was here on the show for 24 years. It's been an ongoing battle of Nick always got a lot of talk, but he doesn't go through with it. He's afraid yeah. to cross the mustache, and that has been the, the, <laughs> the thing that's irking a lot of fans. It's like, okay, Nick, you've done a lot of stuff, okay? You sued your own father for $500 million. By the way, Nick, where's all this money at so you can get your own place? Thank you. Um, I'm sorry. I had to to get that out, y'all. I had to get it out. Thank you for letting me do that. But my thing is, is that you're right. Nick has the ultimate card to pull, and he's afraid to do it. Why? Because he doesn't want to be, he still wants to be Victor Newman's child. That's now, see, if, I mean, if they, Mel, if you're listening, Mel, if you flesh that out and you give us an internal battle, let him talk to himself in the mirror about how he doesn't want to actually turn into Victor, and that's why he won't do it, it will make all kinds of sense to the rest of us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you've got to give us a little more drama involved, and as much as we love Nick and Sharon teaming up, it's not enough. But see, okay. So I like. I you like can send me a check for four dollars and ninety nine cents for that for that, for that <laughs> idea. By the way. <laughs> hey, here's the thing with Nick and Sharon. 
I like the fact, I got to say this, I like the way that they're writing Sharon. She's now on, I'm not going to say evil ground with the Newmans, but she's better than she was five years ago with them. Yes, then much. You, got, you know, Nick, Nick, is, ugh, Nick is the ultimate hypocrite. Because, like the judge said, and, and and look, we watched the show. We know that Nick called out Sharon for a lot of her stuff, and she lost custody of Faith. So yep. how are you going to all of a sudden be like, oh, honey, let's get married. What do you think about a fall wedding? Yeah, I want to fall right through the cracks or something, because <laughs> you can't tell me that if we're going to restart this couple, that everything that Nick did in the last couple of years take away the child from Dylan and Sharon, Take away faith, call shirt crazy and all that. We're we're supposed to forget just because he wants to be a, he wants legal custody of a child. Are you are you serious? And Sharon, I wouldn't even go for it because you don't know where Nick is going to be in six months. Something could when the secret about JP and everything comes out, Nick is going to be mad and going to say something. It's going to hurt your feelings, and then all of a sudden we're going to be back in square one. Yep, yep. But I do like them together. I love them together. I have always loved them together. When I first started watching is when we first got together. Um, so I, I will always have a place in my heart for Nick and Sharon. But having said that, this is this, this is the exact setup for rounds, what is it, 27 now of, of the Nick About, and Sharon um, story. They're, gonna, they're madly yeah. in love. They're, they're the team. They're, you know, no, no, the world, take on the world. And then Sharon's secret's going to come out, and Nick is going to say, you horrible, deceptive, crazy B-I-T-C-H. I'm going to commit you for a couple months uh, because, you know, you still crazy, girl. But, um, but Anthony, and, of course, real quick. wait, real quick, I just have to finish that sentence. And, of course, he will give a pass to Victoria and his mother, just like he always has. History has proven it. They can't be half as bad. It's all Sharon's fault. She must have come up with the plan. And then you also got Phyllis in that mix, too. So, you know, how is that going to play out? But here's the thing, and I just thought about this after doing a little recap in my head. When Nick was talking about why he wanted to marry Sharon, right, he kept Mm -hmm. saying because Sharon would be Uh a good mother. Sharon is, you know, she loves the kid, and I know that she would take care of the kid. I'm sorry, Shick fans, do not come after me. This is what I've been – I'm watching it. I have yet for Nick to say that I really do love her and I really care for her, and that's why I want her to be my wife again. Oh. Did, any, did, any, did anybody hear that kind of phrase? All we've been hearing is how good Sharon would be as a mother. Sharon puts yeah. her child's best heart. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know what? I didn't think of it. Yeah, he's been, and I understand you say that for the judge, but when he got on his knee and proposed, he said, and I want Christian to be your your son, like you treat him like your 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 kid. I have yet for Nick to really come from the heart and say, you know, when we were kids, I knew that we would be here. I love you. Let's get married, baby. Let's go to Vegas. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move us forward a little bit and gonna jump move right forward. into yes. Hillary Javon. Um, that whole triangle, Miss Miss Sasha 2.0, Young and the Restless style. Um, what do we think about everything going on in that household? I think Devon's uh, said it pretty clearly to all of them and got it in order and says, let's keep our crap together and be a family. And 
I don't think he could have said it any plainer. He stuck up for... He stuck up... Yeah, he stuck up for her. And he says, um, I need all of you to be in the same square with me. So, yeah, I'm right on with him. I mean... Now that we that Nichelle is leaving, do we think they're yeah. gonna do some kind of weird play with um that what's the girl's name that's living in the house now? I I'm calling her Sasha. Shanta. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah. Do we think there's gonna be some weird play there or will we finally get some Devon and Abby? Hmm. I think hmm, this is what question. I think. I think something is for that. Ever since Michelle's announcement was said, I, the first thing I said was, and Havon fans don't come after me, is that something's going to happen to that baby. Because there hasn't been an announcement for a recast, so I guess they're going to have Hillary leave. That's my my take on it. Um, but then the question is, how could Hillary just leave when she really has everything that she wanted? She has Devon's love, and she has a baby, and she has a red hot career on the GC Buzz. Something has to happen for her to leave. And yeah, I do think if Hillary leaves, then yeah, down the line, they will have a Devon and Abby until they recast Hillary. And that's when see, we I don't get think to see we're that even going to see anything with the baby. I have a feeling something's going to blow up with the whole Sh- um, Shonda. Uh, why can't I say her name? Something's going to blow up with that, and Hillary's just going to disappear with the baby. See, but it's too – but see, this is the thing. I think the way they have it invested – first of all, I've always said that between Hillary and Devon, when it came down to a child, the true feelings about their parenting will come out. We all know Devon's father left him to go to Salem. And then – we y'all got that right, okay. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. yeah, okay. So then you got Hillary, who didn't really have the best up, well, the best life growing up. Mm-hmm. So one of them was gonna have to have like that fear of, okay, what if I'm not a good parent? I'm gonna bounce. I'm gonna leave. I don't think Young and Russell would do that. I do think, sadly, the ongoing trend is to have something to the child. And that would be, right. and I'm not going to say a clean break, a clean slate, but it would be, like, something for Hillary. Like, if Hillary can't come to terms with it or something, she goes away and then comes back. And then this time around, if they do bring her back, then we really get to see Devon really fight for them. But at the same time being mixed up with somebody else. Because that will also give a lead for Hillary, because I know a lot of people have been saying Hillary and Kyle, Hillary and Jack, and you know, Devon and Abby, like, have them play it up a little bit, and then let's bridge it back together and get that happy ending. Well, not happy yeah. ending, but, you know. I, I always rooted yeah. for Hillary and Jack. I thought that that would be a very interesting story to tell, uh, and their chemistry is, mm-hmm. is really nice together. Um, all right, yeah. I think we covered Young and the Rest yep. pretty well. Let's go to um, GH quickly, and yeah, I have to make an announcement. All right, by KFC. Let's jump into poor Charles and and say, um, first and foremost, whoever is locked in that room, I can't wait till they let them out. What mental patient? First off, how many people in this current day and age actually know Morse code? 
And I'm just happy. I'm fine. I get GH. Thank you for coming through because even though he should be 18, well, I'll still take a teenage Cameron. I will. And he looks just like Chad Brandon and Rebecca Herbs too. Have y'all seen the picture of the kids? You said this. I didn't see it, but you said this. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, as much as I love Nicholas Pachel, you know, these these ages, this all time, this is worse than Jason and AJ when they went away and two weeks later came back and they were teenagers. They went away, these little blonde boys, and came back after Christmas and they was in high school. I said, what? Oh, well, I, and I'm still young at that point. You know, I said, oh, oh I don't, I didn't know about Soros. I didn't know about the disease that happens in these fictional towns. I said, no, something's wrong. Somebody got this wrong. I was thoroughly disturbed by all this. I had dreams about it. But oh, my Nicholas, God. Nicholas is still, what, like 9, 10? And, and Jocelyn is about to have sex with Oscar? No, it, it, it's just all types of things. Like, catch everybody up. Come on now. Catch them up. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. I actually have, real quick, I do have, the, I don't know if we have enough time, the age, the year and age, well, the years that these kids were born. So when I say that everybody was excited about Cameron, this is why. So real quick, okay. So Michael was born in December '97. Christina was born in late '02. Morgan was born in late '03. Cameron was born in the spring of '04. Molly was born in November of '05. Cameron was Jake was January 6th, January of 2006. I'm sorry. Jake was 2007. Emma was 2008. Joslyn was 2009. Aiden was born in the summer of 2010. Wow. Somewhere in between Kiki and Oscar and that was in there. So that's why, like, a lot of General Hospital fans have been breathing down General Hospital's throat. It's like, how did you age Jocelyn over Cameron? How is Molly and TJ and all of them older than Cameron? But now I'm okay with this. Oh, my God, Cameron and Jocelyn are going to rule the show. Yeah, I'm definitely okay with it. I'm going to move along and keep us moving. What happened to Drew? What happened to this man? Okay, he just oh. fell out of love with Sam in about 7.4 minutes. You don't hurt no hot no hair of any feelings for him and Sam. In fact, I don't even know if he remembers, except when he's hanging out with Oscar, that he's got a daughter. Uh, he don't, I know he don't know who he is. But he still has all the feelings of Jason, and Jason taught him when he thought he was Jason. Now he don't seem to have no kind of nothing. He's he want to be friends with Franco. Um, it just they have dropped the ball. And Jason, the real Jason. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. We know that he's always been pro Carly, but when did he get stupid? What What are the side effects of the medicine that they were keeping him on in that place? Because he does he dumb. He just dumb. <laughs> I told you, he, he the people go around without brains in Port Charles. I this is I don't know how you guys may feel. This was supposed to be the big story of General yeah, Hospital that occurred from October to this month. This was the big umbrella storyline. It is an outrage. And I'm going to speak on my head, head for myself and myself. Yeah, double split. <laughs> um, that you bring on this Steve Burton to play this iconic role of James uh, Morgan. You have, well, then you have Billy Miller, uh, who is triple threat. Like, he, hello? And you waste it. You waste this story. Like, you waste it so fast that people. Are so just, I mean, all the fan bases, whether you're a J. Sam liaison, Dream, whatever, 
it's so disappointing in this in this story. And you're right. Where where is Drew's memories? Hello, is it still on a chip? How come he hasn't? How come GH hasn't even wrote about? Like to me, this story just has so many potential. And he let it. I don't know what happened. It just dead end. Yeah, this whole Peter out of the woodwork and um, completely overshadowed it, and it doesn't have anything to do with the way they were selling it to us as an umbrella storyline. It, it just, it's mm-hmm. very much, it's very much disjointed. General Hospital, Mr. Frank, who I love you, Mr. Frank, you know that we've actually spoken in real life. Um, you wasted Robin's talent, uh, uh, Kimberly McCullough. How dare you not give us that moment between Robin and Anna? You know the way we deserve it. You have Felicia, yep. who's like a sad duck in the in in the ha, that conversation in the bar. I was like, okay, yeah, there's something in the water in Port Charles too, or maybe they're getting mm-hmm. it shipped in from California because she right. was like a weird sad duck. It's just all over the map, all over the map. I- what they are doing I'm, right, though, however, is Nina, Dr. O, Peter, all yeah. those scenes are phenomenal. Maxie, Jordan, those scenes were phenomenal. Um, Finn, Anna, those scenes were phenomenal. So they've got half of it right, and now we'll get to our star of the evening, Nell, Miss Chloe. I cannot believe you're going to leave, although they've written you to such a place that I guess you're going to have to leave. But, um... Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all said about six months ago how they didn't know what to do with her. They tossed her all yep. around. There was no way to redeem this character. There was no way for us to to root for her or anything. Now, we may be rooting against her, but in, in a way, we're rooting for her. Because I think at right. this point, it's getting the most attention of anything on that show. People don't care about Jason Drew no more. They don't care about Sam. They don't care about Alexis. They barely care about creepy Dr. Bench, but they all up on on what's going to happen with uh, Chase, and, and and that was the most brilliant move to b- pull him into that orbit because now he yeah. solidified his place. He don't, you know, the pecs mm-hmm. are a, a, a dead. The pecs are the Sunday, the the fudge, the cherry, the whipped cream. He, he said the pecs are the Sunday. I'm done. He's the whole package. He's the whole package. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I mean, can we just say that who thinks there's gonna be a it's gonna be a murder mystery that somebody's gonna kill her? Oh, uh, did I not say that uh maybe three shows ago? After yeah. that, exactly yeah. what's yep. Yep, they are right in the whole the, you you kept saying it's gonna be Dr. Bench. I still think it's gonna be the who killed Dr. Bench too. But they're gonna have two yeah. they're gonna have the the conflicting murder plots, and that's why they brought on a new DA. Oh, it's written in the stars. They didn't bring on some, oh, yeah. you know, some some fluky little Asian girl or some weird person that we know we only going <laughs> to see for a week. They brought on crazy, young and restless, all my children. They brought on Diva. She cannot have come on just to put Carly up in jail. There's going to be double murder trials going on, and, and oh, yeah. Back and forth. Oh, yeah. And, and oh we, can, we can now say there's yeah. a reason you're seeing more Brad and Lucas, too. Because I, oh, I yeah. said this a couple times, too. I said, oh, yeah, they're going to get the, one of the babies. Because at first it was like, okay, is it going to be Maxie's baby? Or no. I, I'm going to call it out there now. Nell's babies are going to be babies. Yes, I said babies because I kind of have a feeling. Babies. I don't know why I think it's twins. 
I don't know. They said it's only one, but it would be nice if it's twins for Brad and Lucas. Guys, we have to we have to wind up. I have Have an announcement to make. Uh, Absolutely. Um. Okay. Um. Beginning tomorrow night at 9 p.m., our Big Brother recap show is back, and we have Mm. we have Brandon. And we have Brandy, and we have Ellie, who will be doing the Big Brother recaps. The, our premiere show starts tomorrow night at nine o'clock. Um, but after that, I think it's either going to be moved to Monday or Tuesdays, and that will be announced announced tomorrow night. Very nice. Okay. Are there any more announcements, Dave? Nope, that was it for me. (laughs) Well, we had a very interesting show this evening. Demi, are you still on there, honey? I forgot. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Thank you so much for calling in. We would all love it if you call in again. Um, Yes, please do. I would do that. I I would like to remind everyone to go to YouTube or uh, brokenatlove.com, the series. Check it out if you like it. Even if you don't like it, leave a positive review. Um, I'd like to say goodbye to Dominic Zamprano, who played Dante <laughs> in General Hospital. Today's were his final scenes. Um, even though he didn't have much to do in the last couple of months, um, uh, he will slowly be missed. Um, they should have at least let Lulu rip his shirt off one last time so we could get a little last <laughs> right? Um yeah, for Carolyn, too. As always, David, Carolyn, Candace, it has been a blast. I love you all. And everyone, there are four love remaining right shows on network television. If you don't know them all, check them all out and give them a shot. Because without viewership, there'll be three, then two, then one, then none. On that note, everybody, we'll see you in two weeks on July 12th. Thank you for listening. Please leave us all feedback. Ask us questions, and please call in next week, uh, two weeks from now. We love you all. Good night. Okay. Love you. Good night, everybody. Love you guys. Good night. Great job. Great job, Anthony. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Have a great weekend. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.